Enter the crib. Your strike back sit rep starts in three, two, one. Wait, do we go on zero? This is our very first movie sit rep. We are excited. Uh, we are going to be talking about the 1998 film Brush Hour. So I'm Kelsey. And I'm Deb. And we are very excited to welcome our very first celebrity guest on the movie sit rep <laughs> review. You guys all know her from her fan art edits that she does for both the um, Philip Winchester fans page and the Strike Back page. And you may not know that she also does them for lots of Broadway shows and um, theater and country music as well. So I'm really excited that you guys are actually going to get to hear from her today instead of just um, admiring her artwork. And our guest is Grania Nugent, who you know as Emerald Isle Edits. So welcome, Grania. Yeah, no pressure off to that introduction. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, no pressure whatsoever that's okay i know you can handle pressure so yes there you go we are really excited rush hour was your pick so can you first tell us why rush hour (laughs) yeah i realized there's only eight when rush hour first came out um but from my watch that i've been in love with jackie chan and have absolutely loved the movie ever since Probably when we were at school, we would have been 13, 14, is the, the dance that they do in it yeah. became a joke at school for us. So it was a whole big thing at school. So that's kind of where the love for the movie came from. I love that. Love it. <laughs> I, I was surprised when I looked at that. Yeah, because I was like, oh my gosh, 1998. Yeah, that was the year before I graduated high school. Uh, it doesn't feel like that long ago, but then I watch it and... At the very beginning, when Chris Tucker like explodes that car, and then he starts dancing, and he's in like that long leather jacket, and he's dancing. I was like, yeah. "This is '90s. This is like the '90s in one scene right here." Exactly. Exactly. I loved Which it. Is what I, I grew up in. Yeah. So, guys, that was 21 years ago. Oh God. So you had to put it that way. <laughs> Oh, just, that amazes me that that film was made so long ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I want to know, Deb, you haven't, you didn't seen it in a while, like myself. What was your sort of first thoughts as you started watching it? Well, I hadn't seen it in 20 years, so it had been quite a while. <laughs> um, I had not seen it since it came out. And my, my first thought, my, my gut reaction was it stands up. As an action film, it stands up. Which was amazing because we've gotten so used to CGI and just sort of everything overblown that I didn't expect it to actually stand up. But I think that Jackie Chan is just so damn good. I mean, he's just an amazing action star. And, you you know, that's all done without special effects. And that's freaking amazing. So that was my initial reaction. I had other reactions later, but maybe let's get <laughs> Okay, okay. Everyone else's reactions, yeah. reactions first. Yeah, yeah. So, so Grania, when you, how long has it been since the last time you watched it, do you think? About five years. 
Okay, so more recent. So, so what yeah. were your like when you started watching it? Were you like, yes, this is the movie that I remember? Was there stuff that you were like, oh, I'd forgotten how terrible this is or how funny this is? There was parts of it that you were going, yeah, I forgot how terrible the the filming was of it. Especially now when you watch the likes of Warrior or even Strike Back, and you're seeing the effects in Rush Hour, and I'm like, yeah, you can tell that's fake. Which was, <laughs> when I first watched it, I was like, no, I was just totally amazed by it all. But now I'm like, oh, that's not as good as I first thought. <laughs> I love the comedy part of it, the action. I'm like, no, they need to update the action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, I. it's so 90s. I, I thought it was so fun. Jackie Chan is just, he is the master at looking extremely capable while looking like he's completely baffled like yeah. all the time like he can't believe he can do that thing his facial expressions are amazing yeah. deb you actually did me that he looks a lot like mccotty pants um yeah from warrior jones has them and there are i could definitely see it in some of the facial expressions and stuff and i was yeah. like yeah he's got that and just there's a certain way he carries himself i thought that was funny although i mean mccotty pants is is like Jackie Chan wishes he looked like Makati Pants. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no comparison. Okay, well, you know, he is how many years older now? But I just, yeah, I maybe it is a lot of the facial expressions and his movements are, yeah. are really similar. So, yeah. yeah, he did. He reminded me of Makati Pants. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. I thought it was interesting. I love some of the, like, goofy action stuff. Like, when, um, I think one of my favorite ones was he uses a rug to throw Chris Tucker the gun. And I thought, I just was like, I love the weirdness of, and Rush Hour always did a really good job with, I don't know, with that weird action. Yeah, it's like when Jackie Chan was fighting while handcuffed to a steering wheel. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's not something you see every day. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not. And they capture that really well. I actually, so I pulled up a website for you guys um, on Movie Phone. They had facts you didn't know about Rush Hour. Oh. Uh, so I thought I would share some of those and get y'all's responses. Because I thought, you know, it's maybe new stuff. All right. Okay. So first of all, I thought you might be interested that the original thought for the pairing for this was Chris Farley and Martin Lawrence. Oh, no. my. Oh. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's the polite answer. <laughs> right? Were um, they drunk when they were doing that? Or right. What? So oh, I guess, man. Yeah, that was the original idea. Although even before Chris Farley died, which was a year before the movie came out, um, they had already decided like they should probably alter the role. <laughs> yeah, if they wanted it to succeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. can you imagine? Was... Oh. I just keep yeah. picturing him trying to do those, like, well, any of the stunts, you know? Um, it would have been a totally different film. It would have been this bumbling cop as yeah. opposed to, like, yeah. this capable, you know. Right. I think it probably would have been, uh, I think their first initial script ideas must have been completely different and probably had none of the real action that we ended up getting. I mean, how could you? No, just no. <laughs> so I want to know, we'll start with Grania. If you could recast Rush Hour today, 
Who pops into your mind as the as the two detectives? Oh, but that, that's not fair. Cause, because of Deb, this girl's going to go to one place because she was catching me while I was watching it. And all I could think about was I was waiting for Scott and Stumbridge to just swoop in and help out. And I was like, she has ruined TV. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, she was texting me at the time about it. So I was like, yeah, that's a bit unfair. But I just kept going, no, they're not going to appear. What? <laughs> And I don't know, you have to take someone from Warrior to do Jackie Chandro for yeah. the action to still be what it was. Yeah. Any of them. Yeah. Anyone out of Warrior. I'd be yeah. good with that. Yeah. I would love to see, it would be kind of cool to do like a male-female pairing. You know, I think the whole trend of making all women, re- women remakes is not necessarily the awesome idea for this but i think a man and a woman would be really cool yeah i would like, see olivia chang yeah 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 she would be yeah. great in that you know although after seeing uh john wick three halle berry in that is like so kick-ass so she would be interesting you know in that role though she wouldn't be sort of a you know maybe a chris tucker character um by the way had y'all forgotten about Chris Tucker? Because I had totally forgotten about him as yep. like an actor. And then I pulled this up. I was like, oh, yeah, he like did stuff. <laughs> oh, Kelsey. Oh. I had not forgotten about him. I was glad he sort of has migrated away from those just over the top roles. And, you know, like I, I really much, liked him in though. Silver Linings Playbook. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I had forgotten. I can't even remember his name. I was like, this is driving me insane. I had to Google <laughs> what his name was. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I was like, oh, it's that guy, <laughs> which is bad, and actually, oh, yeah, so one of the fun facts for you is actually as late as 2017, Jackie Chan is still saying that a fourth movie is in the works, but, um, it's in, it's in IMDb as yeah. being in production, so, so we'll see. Which is interesting because another one of the facts is like basically Jackie Chan hated Rush Hour, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, apparently uh, Chris Tucker uh, likes to really improvise a lot, and Jackie Chan's English wasn't maybe phenomenal at the time when he was filming this. This is his first English yeah. movie, uh, and right. that, that yeah, that would be really hard if someone's just mm-hmm. making yeah. up shit and you're like, "Well, I wanted to respond to the thing that I learned in the script." Which is why yeah, that, that would the, be weird. The outtakes at the end are so great when he finally just starts ripping on Chris Tucker for screwing up lines. You know, yeah. you, you're picking on me for my English. I mean, come on, dude. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. So, all right. What is your standout moment of the film for you? I'll start with Deb this time. Oh wait, Deb, I didn't ask you. You're recasting. Oh yeah, you did. You said. With yeah. Autoy. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, all right, yeah. so, Deb, what was your standout moment of the film? Like, what when you picture Rush, Rush Hour, what is a scene that pops into your head? When I picture Rush Hour, it's probably that first scene between the two, the first action scenes between the two of them when he, when um, Jackie Chan's sort of escaping him and on the bus and that whole sequence. That's the first thing I think of when I think of the film. Yeah, it's not necessarily the standout moment for me, okay. but it's yeah, it is the first picture. thing I think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Grania? Uh, 
the scene outside the restaurant when they're sitting waiting in the car when yeah. they start <laughs> dancing and then he's trying to teach Chris Tucker how to take the gun off. To me, yeah. that's Rush Hour. If anyone yeah. asks me about Rush Hour, that is the one thing I can still remember. And I knew when it was happening in the movie, I was like, yes. That, this that, is why like, I picked this movie. Oh, what is it good for? <laughs> yeah. That's like, oh, yes. No. That is literally when I think Rush Hour, that plays in my head. <laughs> well, that's we ended up calling that the, the Rush Hour song and the Rush Hour dance at school. So that's when, you, when someone shouted that, you had to sit in your chair and kind of do what they were doing in the car. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome though. That's funny. No, I can't yeah. say that we ever did that in school. No, that was not you a thing. Can't. We you did can't. the Macarena. I went, Catholic, yeah. I went to a boring Catholic school, so we had to make our own entertainment. Sister Mike did not like that. Oh man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say some of the stuff that maybe hasn't aged as well is the emphasis on the cultural differences. You know, yes. I think that has not maybe in today's society is not, you know, as polite. Although some of it, like in the very beginning when Tucker goes to pick up Jackie Chan at the airport, or mm-hmm. they're characters, obviously not the actors, but um, and he's talking to him louder when he thinks he doesn't oh, understand yeah. English. And it just made me think about when we were stationed in Japan and there would be these um, AFN Armed Forces Network would play, instead of commercials, they'd have like basically PSAs. And one of the PSAs was like to be polite. Like you're in a foreign country and they were like, don't do this. And it shows this American talking to this Japanese woman and he's going, where's the bus station? And she's like, you know, holds her hands up like, I don't speak English. And he's like, where is the bus station? <laughs> you know, he says it again. He's like, bus station, like louder. And they're like, don't do this. Being louder doesn't help people understand. <laughs> and watching this, I was like, oh, yeah, no, definitely Carter needed to yeah. watch that PSA. Being louder does not pe- help people learn English. Um, exactly. I, some of my family need to know that. I have uh, open that's... <laughs> I have an uncle that's Italian, and when he's home, they all roar loudly at him, and I'm like, he's not deaf, he's Italian. <laughs> you know, big difference. And they all get louder and louder, and I'm like, that's not helping him at all. Yeah. So I did laugh when he was doing that. I was like, oh, God, my family still do that. Yeah. It's kind of nice to and know that bad. it isn't just rude Americans who do that, though. No, <laughs> kind of. they do it. And I'm like, I've known him for over 40 years. <laughs> he understands you by now. <laughs> oh, shout and I was like, oh, too funny. He's, he's not deaf. He's not deaf. He's Italian. I feel like that needs to be like yeah. a, like a, I think a thing that becomes like a, he's not deaf, he's Italian. It's like a new saying that's going to be used in like strike back. He's not deaf, he's Australian. <laughs> you know? He's not gay, he's British. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, so, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up, Kels, because that's where the film, you know, there's so much in this film that doesn't hold up. I mean, the constant use of sexual harassment as a joke is, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't even imagine doing that in a film today. But it was just relentless in this film. I mean, yeah. they... And, Poor Elizabeth Pena's character just was like one sexual harassment joke after another. And yeah. hello. And 
Not only that, she was last billed in the, of the leads. So, yeah, yeah, as <laughs> you know. like the only female with lines in the whole movie. Yeah. Oh no, 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 the waitress no. said a couple of things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I let life back because she is the only female that spoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. So, okay, I have to ask you guys. So, Consul Han, whose daughter gets kidnapped, uh, mm-hmm. Zima, do you, like, just, because he has played the bad guy in so many things, do you find yourself seeing him and just immediately going, oh, what's he up to? Because I kept, I hadn't seen it in long enough that at first I was like, oh, he's like, he's the guy behind the scenes doing bad things. Just because, like, I see his face, I'm like, oh, bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, yeah. yeah. It was, that's funny. That's the problem for some actors. They kind of yeah. like to play bad roles and you're going the minute you see them. Oh, uh, so that's who done it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's a, very much threw me off that he remained good through the whole thing. <laughs> nice to see him in that role though and it's funny because we're recording this on sunday which is an anniversary date for one of the episodes of 24 live another day in which he plays the ultimate bad guy uh, yeah Lee. i was about to say i've been sitting staring at him all day making that video <laughs> which is really weird because i was like he's a body in this where i was in rush hour he was so good and i was like he's so good he just wanted his daughter back yeah that really uh, that throws me for a loop so now I'm envisioning, I keep thinking of Joe Taslam and I'm like, he's got to be the next Jackie Chan, right? Like, yeah. I know, you, you, you know, like well, now that you brought that up, I'm like, come on, we need to do the raid for one of these. Okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> or, and I think his new film looks like it might maybe be sort of a Rush Hour-esque film. Oh, yeah, yeah, Just yeah. from the, the previews that I've seen. So possibly, you know, that sort of comedy action yes. movie take for him is already out there who knows yeah. I've, i haven't so, seen the new one yet no no i don't even think it's i don't think it's out anywhere we can get it um no is, so no so Grania, have you now that we're you know, we're gonna uh have take a small divergent uh have you had a chance to watch warrior now that it's out over there yes yeah you enjoy it i binge oh yeah i love that yeah. we uh I also made my parents watch it, who ended up a couple episodes ahead of me. Oh, <laughs> I was fair. like, don't ruin it. And then they kept going to me, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? I was like, no. And then I found out it was because of Bolo. And I was like, oh, my mom's got it. She wanted him to stay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor mom was really upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then she told her two brothers on Friday, she was like, if you like balance and blood, I was like, Mom, I maybe don't describe that to someone as being a reason to watch show. <laughs> I said, maybe she said there is a bit of a story there too. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's just a balance. You can hear the bones crunching and I was going, yeah, this is where I obviously got it from. Because <laughs> to be fair, I was like, yeah, you can take the story out, just leave the balance in it for me. Take the story out. I don't need that part. I feel like we've had some Strike Back episodes like that. Ah, story. Yeah. Just beat them up. They're always good, though. Yeah. Um, That's fun. Yeah. No, it is fun. It is. It is fun. It is violent. But I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And yes, Bolo, Deb, and I. You know, when we got hooked up with that interview with Rich, we were like, "Oh, he's in L.A. We know everybody else is, you know, in South Africa filming. He must die at the end of the season." (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. And then it was like, oh, Kinda no, that's it. that's not the end of the season. <laughs> that no. was Yeah, that was um that was shocking and he's like so um he's very such beautiful. Such a nice guy. Yeah, and very nice guy, but also Kelsey's just sitting there with her eyes closed going, he's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, he was because he's like because he's that whole he's very smart and intelligent and interesting yeah. and kind and like wants to talk and then it happens to have like the jawline of a god i mean it's he's beautiful because he's the whole mm. uh okay okay i feel like i should put my mom on the phone for this part of it <laughs> she would agree like, yeah so she doesn't need any encouragement yeah, yeah that's yeah. funny his the episode of Chicago PD that he did, in which he is a really bad guy, was on a couple days ago, and it was just kind of fun to watch it. I'm like, wow, he is not a nice guy in this, but he was really good. And yeah. it was the same thing. Like, he just suddenly was killed, and I'm like, no, I want more of him. But, no, he's dead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so disappointing. Well, everybody's alive at the end of Rush Hour, so... Um... Rush Hour 4. <laughs> Everybody except Jun Tao. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Tom Wilkinson. I love Tom Wilkinson. So, just need to say I was I was a little sad that he died. Yeah. I been. didn't love him yeah. in this. To me, no. it, he was kind of a very... He was flat in this, to me. The way he was... You know, he, ju he just... You know, you had... um. Was it Sang was the, like, real bad guy? You know, who the bad guy we saw throughout the whole thing. And he was very, like, menacing. And, you know, they weren't, of course, like, super dynamic bad guys. But um, I thought Tom Wilkinson's character was in particular very, like, I don't know. I just didn't think he was that good. He's such a great actor that it felt like kind of very underusing him. I don't know. You obviously disagree because okay. you're making like an upset face. <laughs> no, I think I, if y'all could see the video, Deb's face is like, um, "Fuck you, Kelsey." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know how to respond to that. She doesn't look too happy. <laughs> so please no. feel free to tell I'm me to just, screw up. No, no, I'm. Thank you for your opinion, as wrong as it is. But <laughs> how many times did you watch it? when you watched it for this, Kels? Twice. Twice you did? Okay. Because the second time around that I rewatched it for this, I actually appreciated him more. I think after he's sort of exposed, they didn't really know what to do with him. So it, yeah. I agree that it got a little meh after that. But the early scenes where you don't know it's him are pretty good. Because yeah. okay. the way is, you know, when he's talking to... Shit, what's his name? Oh, hey, that's his name. Consul Han. The ambassador. When, Han. when he's talking yeah. to Han and we don't know that he's the ultimate baddie, those scenes are pretty good. He's really, he's giving you a little bit of menace, but he's not giving it away. I mean, you yeah. really, at, you kind of figure it out not long after that, but I, I just take a look at those scenes again because I think they're pretty good. Okay. I agree with you, but after being exposed, he gets a little, nah, like, you know, they could have done so much more with him, but those early scenes are good. Right, Grania? Yeah, I'm just kind of, uh, leave me out of it. 
Fight among yourselves. Okay. Uh, all right, so favorite fight of the film, Grania. Upstairs in the restaurant, where mm-hmm. the, the Jackie Chan and uh, what do you call him literally have to hold hands to kick. Yeah. yeah. So and uh, he's using the plate. I think that's when he uses the rug to throw the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was just so much happening in it, and it was it was definitely the best fight scene. I thought anyway. Yeah. How about you, Deb? I agree. I think that was the best fight scene, but I my favorite fight scene was the pool hall. Yeah. I mean, pool yeah. Ninja. Yeah, I have to love a good pool ninja, and you could see. Yeah. You could see the move. You could see some of the exact same moves, and I actually thought that this fight was a little more inventive than the strike back pool hall yeah. fight. And I really love that it wasn't done. I mean, there were like slick parts of it, especially once he gets a hold of the pool cue. But um, before that, I love that they let it be kind of sloppy and brutal yeah. you can see all the skills yeah but it's still realistic in terms of it isn't just so polished and so he's obviously going to win and i i just thought that i loved when he picked up the bar stool with his feet and used it to hit yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that was cool yeah um but yeah i i just thought that was really fun that he's taking on all these guys and then you know just walks into the room where he thinks there's like this big violent yeah. scene going on. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, that's a fun one. And I do like like the comparison and cuz I had the same like pool ninja thought um and I like it because yeah, like in Strike Back, you know, you have Jamie Bamber's character who's military, so he's efficiently taking care of business. And Jackie Chan is this sort of out of his comfort zone. He's you know, he's very efficient, but he doesn't kind of want to fight these guys. And there's that, there is. And he's, he, Jackie Chan just does that. He just does that so well. But definitely my fight is also above the restaurant. Just, I love that rug flip. I love, like, the, he used yeah. a chair falling over to, like, kick the guy. You know, yeah. it just, it's very inventive use of um, his surroundings um, that yeah. I think is, is really, is really unique to Jackie Chan. And this was a that was a great example of that. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be able to do rush R four and do anything like that. The moves that he had to do. Yeah, boy. Too, he has to be too old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he really has to be. Fifties now. Yeah, so. he might be more inventive. He's yeah. literally broke every bone in his body. That's true. That's very true. He's really suffered for his art, definitely. Yeah, yeah. that's he can't get uh, he can't get insurance. That's why he hasn't been in movies for so long. No one will insure him because of the really? amount of bones he's broke. Yeah. Well, he just needs to film in South Africa then. I had no idea. Oh, he's, yeah. He is. Uh, he's sixty-five, <laughs> by the way. So I just oh, checked. I thought yeah. he was a little younger. Yeah, than that. Okay. Yeah, he just looks really good for his age. Mm-hmm. I just want him. To, I don't want them to come back and ruin Rushar. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah, it it's not one. I feel like it's one. You know, we do we get those like long distant final sequels or whatever, and they tend to be just bad. Somebody needed yeah. some money. Yeah. <laughs> so they put this thing together, but everybody's really changed. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it'll happen. I think they would have to pay everybody so much now uh, compared to how they did before. It was probably too expensive to make. But um, Probably. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, so just leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Just leave it as it was. We don't, we don't have to remake and serialize everything. Just let good be good. It's no, true. there's people out there want to ruin everything. <laughs> but some things are really good. Like we redid Strike Back and we really like our current Strike Back team. This and is true. And there are some people who don't because they're curmudgeons. Because they didn't watch last season and they don't know how good it got. Yeah. So there. Yeah. One thing I would, one thing that made me sad in going through um, the actors in this film, I thought the little girl was really good in this film. And she only did like one other short film after that. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was a really good little actress. I'm, I'm just, I'm obviously maybe she just didn't want to continue in acting, but her name was Julia Sue, and man, she was good. She was good. I'm surprised. Yeah, I actually was yeah. um, gonna look her. Yeah, look her up because I thought, oh, she's probably been in, yeah, other stuff. But uh, exactly, I I assumed she'd have this huge filmography, and it's just Rush Hour and a short after that, and it wasn't very long after that, and then nothing. So yeah, that's kind of too bad. Yeah. So I, I will tell you, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, IMDb page right now, and I'm cracking up because <laughs> the fifth cast member down, Robert Littman, with no picture, is described as first Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> that's, his, that's his role. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Good role. Good description. <laughs> like he's he's listed above Chris Tucker on the IMDb cast list, which okay. is just is he above Elizabeth Pena too? Oh, he's above Chris Tucker even. Okay, it must yeah. have been a chronological listing or something. But I have no idea because <laughs> Jackie Chan is second. <laughs> so I know I did notice that when I went. I'm like, I'm like, wait, this I don't. How did? But how does the guy with no picture even get? above oh that's that's funny and the guy who plays sang is the first listed yeah. correct yeah yeah who did go on to do and still he is doing done, a lot yeah, of he's done a lot. Yeah. yeah he's great good he's a he's a very good actor he was in lost correct i think he was in lost uh i, I didn't watch it i only watched one season i thought it got not very good at yeah ken Young. Lost. Yeah, he was in Lost. Yep, yep, yep. And Sopranos, yep. Person of Interest, Inhumans. Yeah. Yeah, The Blacklist. Yeah, he's done a lot. Vanilla Sky, Red Dragon, X-Men, Last Stand. Yeah. Star Wars, Force Awakens. <laughs> That's right. Yep, he plays an admiral in that. Yeah. And I I remember him now from um, X-Men because he's like a like a like a porcupine. He has like spines that come out of his face. It's super weird. <laughs> You're trying like, to remember that. Oh, you know what? You know what I can do? <laughs> I can actually click on his picture and I can share my desktop, and y'all can see. Yay! Okay. Now you get to see the porcupine face. Here we go. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all I need to see. Yeah. Hang on, I don't have it yet. And I still don't. Oh! Oh my god! Yeah. 
Yeah, spines coming out of his face. I mean, and where else? Like, oh, how do you make hottie spines? <laughs> okay, all right, we'll take that back off. Um, yeah, so uh, so he, uh, I totally remember his character. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, creepy. Because all I can think of is like, what if he's got those, you know, down there? Well, that would be terrible. No, my mind didn't go there. Your mind didn't? Oh, mine did. I didn't my mind fine. always goes down there. Yeah. Uh, no, Kelsey, your thought process never ceases to amaze me. Oh, I know. I write, right? But whatever. For those of you who couldn't, who were not sharing our screen and are just listening, you should definitely go online and look up uh, Ken Leung and his character in X-Men. It's interesting. Uh, yeah, so anything else? Anything from you, Grania? Final thoughts on Rush Hour? No, uh, well, I, you kind of look back at the odds and realize how some of the what they were saying was so racist. Yeah. Well, I find it racist. Mm-hmm. When Chris Tucker takes Jackie Chan to Chinatown and he just like, here's your home. Mm-hmm. That's a bit racist. Yeah. yeah, and I, I yeah, was shocked because like if, if that was to happen now, can you imagine the outcry that'd be in social media yeah. from people? I was like, yeah. I think that's when I realized that's when I went and checked when it was made. Yeah, so I was like, that has to be a seriously long time ago for it to be this incorrect. And for that really to be kind of the driving force of the comedy in the whole thing is, is that sort of those cultural and racial undertones the sexual harassment yeah it was there's a lot that i think many people would find objectionable now which was what i you know i have my initial reaction and then my wow there's so much not good about this anymore but yeah people were to go watch it now they'd be like yeah this movie's just offensive Yeah. yeah 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 But, I mean, it is, it's 90s. <laughs> yeah. And there's so much yeah. 90s in this, in this. I mean, you know, you talk about loving the scene where they, where they do the dancing and stuff in the, um, while they're supposed to be, you know, being inconspicuous on the street. Yeah. <laughs> there was just a lot of little things like that. And I mean, hello. How, can you imagine a film now where people just threw that gun around? I mean, he, Tucker, or Carter has that gun in his hand for 50% of this movie. And can you imagine a black character running around a, oh, um, no. a city oh, yeah, just no, brandishing no. a weapon right now? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and with really, did you notice that it, their fingers were on the triggers the whole time? Like, no. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking the whole time I'm thinking, who is their tech advisor? <laughs> Because this is really, really bad weapons handling for a film set. But um, so, yeah, it was the whole just constantly having waving the gun around like it's nothing. And um, and of course, it had to have the requisite. Let's head now for the breakdown, because in the 90s, like every film had that where they all had to sort of do the little group sing thing. And I thought, oh, totally 90s. But it was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. All right. Well, I guess if that's it, then we'll wrap. We good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it for rush hour. Yeah. We need to do an edit for this whole experience. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh my God. It's going to be like this. I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, that's it for rush hour. We are so excited that Grania came on to talk about it. Uh, we, yeah. So thank you for coming on and putting up with all the babble <laughs> and for nominating rush hour. We appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> and uh, and guys, don't forget to let us know what you want to hear about next or what you want to come on and talk about. We will catch you next week. <laughs> Thanks and tune in next week for another Need to Know session at the Crib. Follow us on Twitter at Strike Back Crib. Out.